It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Joining me now, John Paul McIsaac. Now, many of you know the name, but do you know his book, American Injustice, My Battle to Expose the Truth? Throughout the entire saga uh, with the Hunter Biden laptop, and prior to what we knew, the FBI, Big Tech, and others were involved. So, John, let's get right to it. Uh, starting with prior to the public reveal, when you felt there was nothing left, as you've said, to but to go public with this, uh, what was your life like and who was involved from the FBI or any other elements? Uh, well, I never, well, first off, good morning. Uh, I never wanted to go public with this, unfortunately. Uh, my, my efforts, uh, before, uh, my information, my identity was leaked and, and the repercussions of my actions were felt. Uh, you know, I, I felt like the, this was criminality that needed to get to the FBI and I believed in the FBI, and I trust, or I believed in them, but I didn't trust them enough, so I made a copy of the drive. Uh, and then that, that was it. And once they took possession of the laptop, um, you know, I, I had faith that they were going to admit that as evidence in an impeachment trial that they never did. And then when they didn't, I realized that uh, the FBI cared about more protecting the Bidens than they did about uh, providing me any level of protection or acting on the criminality on that laptop. To your own personal life and you know people hear the read the stories about you sometimes uh, they'll see an interview but what was that like for you you know in those moments you, you know you talk about the threat and the feelings but personally you know we all have friends and family and a circle of life around us w what did that do for you and in, in what did that what effect did that have on you what the the repercussions of of my actions or, yeah, just, just uh, well, what happened I, to you when as this began to play out publicly? Well, it was uh, it was pretty rough. I mean, it, it's I lost instantly over you know I'd say eighty percent of of what I called friends and acquaintances and, and customers, and uh, I, I live ten miles from Joe Biden's house, so I'm I'm in the epicenter of, of Biden country, and I, I knew that if my identity got leaked, that it would. I would be run out of town uh, at the end of a pitchfork. And unfortunately, that's exactly what happened. And uh, I, I still have, you know, I even have family members that still ask me why I continue to fight and why I just won't let this go. So it's, it's, been, uh, it's been rough, but this is something that I've been enduring now for over two years. And, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of people in this country have had to do a hell of a lot more and uh, so I, I'm not complaining. You've certainly, you know, been through a lot and, and you've paid a price, uh, your business, uh, publicly, what has been done to you. But it, it, at some point, and at what point, rather, uh, did you say, you know what, I, I've got to document this, put this down in writing, it, it, you know, what was, you know, I, I want people to understand who you are, not just what the story is. Well, I'm a nerd. 
so I, I, I take exquisite notes and, you know, document everything. And when I started to feel like this was going downhill, I mean, I, I, I didn't trust the FBI, but I knew it was a proper course of action. So I wanted to save every email. I wanted to save every timeline. I had no intention of writing a book out of this. This is just to cover my bum and, and to create a paper trail and, and, and to have some form of documentation of my efforts. It wasn't until my defeat at the hands of Twitter uh, when I tried to sue Twitter and uh, I was punished by Twitter, uh, punished by the court system and forced to pay old legal uh, Twitter's legal expenses. And I was financially destroyed, facing bankruptcy, and I had to move back to Delaware and come out of hiding or I'd lose my house. I felt like I was never going to have an opportunity to share my story or defend my actions or hold those accountable in a court of law. So I figured writing a book would be the only thing. I'm probably the most un, uh, most reluctant author uh, my publisher has ever had to deal with because I felt like writing this book was going to be the only chance I'd ever have to tell my story. Well, I'll tell you, John, I'm certainly glad uh, and sorry for what you went through. We're glad you put that in writing. Uh, John's book, American Injustice, My Battle to Expose the Truth, uh, by the way, available wherever books are sold, uh, setting the record straight on what it's like to be a private citizen accused of interfering in an election threatened by the FBI, censored by big tech, as he just laid out, sued for that matter. Uh, and, you know, to, to move this story forward to where we are today, now we have the Biden files, right, being discovered in November before the midterms. You have the FBI and the appearance of censoring information that could impact an election and more. Are, are you seeing similar tracks? What are your concerns? Well, I'm, I'm very concerned. Uh, I've experienced a politically weaponized FBI and Department of Justice, and I don't think that that issue has been resolved. And therefore, I don't think we're going to see justice on in anything that comes out of our Justice Department or FBI. I think that the uh, documents, the, the top secret documents being located in multiple locations, I, I feel like just like in the case of the laptop, uh, the FBI used a white collar crime out of Baltimore to hide Hunter Biden's laptop. If you look up the subpoena number that the FBI issued me, it had nothing to do with Hunter or Delaware. It was based out of a Baltimore field office. And if you're going to hide documents that Congress is going to subpoena the Bidens over in the next couple of weeks, possibly months, uh, you're going to want to hide those documents in a folder called top secret and publicly get them out of your property or out of the, the Penn center or out of wherever you're hiding these documents. So I just, I feel like it's all cover. Uh, I don't trust the, uh, the department of justice for personal reasons. Uh, so, you know, I want to see how this plays out, but I think Congress needs to get an eye on what those documents are and make sure that uh, Joe's not trying to sneak a rooster past the sunrise. You know, how far do you, Think. Do you have thoughts on how far this goes? Uh, you know, you're talking about the FBI. You're talking about the White House. We're talking about our our government and the letter agencies. Do, do you think it even goes further than the FBI? Well, you know, I, I've I've always suspected other agencies being involved in protecting uh, the Bidens and and uh, what they were facilitating. Um, you know, there's been like Hunter requested Joseph Kofer Black, who is former deputy CIA uh, chief, 
to join the board of Burisma. And if uh, Hunter got a, a reward of $50,000 a month from Burisma to uh, provide access to the office of the vice president, you know, what was uh, Joseph Cooper Black providing uh, to Burisma for whatever he was getting paid for? So it begs the question. I, I'm more than confident that the deep state encompasses multi intelligence agencies. We saw 51 uh, members of the intelligence community come out and say that this was uh, all had earmarks of Russian disinformation when it clearly didn't. So I, I have no doubt that this, the, the deep state or whatever this cabal is, affects multiple agencies. Uh, they just they just chose the wrong guy to, to uh, call a Russian because I'm not going to let this go. My guest, John Paul McIsaac, his book, American Injustice, My Battle to Expose the Truth. Uh, today, and, you know, not just with respect to the Biden files and other things, you know, from your perspective, John, uh, one, you know, how do you feel today versus all you've been through? And do you see a path to, you know, to dealing with some of these issues? We're supposed to have agencies that respect the Constitution, that follow the law. We're seeing the politicization being exposed. It's always been there, but now it's being exposed at an even more, uh, an even higher level. Well, you know, it, it's, it looks like a big hill to climb. Um, but I think that, you know, again, this country is built on people that decided to go and climb a hill, regardless of how hard it was going to be. So I'm, I'm no different and I don't, I'm not going to quit. And, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm a repair guy. And I, I truly believe that sometimes to fix something properly, you have to watch it break. And I think over the past couple of years, we've, you know, it's come out, we've seen this weaponization, we've seen this political bias, and we now know how to root it out. We just have to put a, members in Congress that are going to act on that. And I've been, I'm lucky to say that the members of Congress I've been working with for the last six months all got reelected. So I'm, I'm confident that we're going to start a change in the House, and that's going to send ripples uh, that the the D.C. way of life is no longer a, a profit-generating venture, and there will be accountability. Well, accountability is key to this, and we will see where it goes. John, you know, again, I, I can only say sorry for all you went through, but in a sense for the American public, it was such a, and is, not just was, is so important because it, it helped expose, it was pivotal in exposing what's been going on in our government. Well, I just want to thank all your listeners that have shown me the support uh, that helps me continue my fight because I, I wasn't built for this. I'm kind of an introvert, and I'm not very comfortable in the life that I have to live. But uh, the fact that I feel like I have half the country behind me, I don't want to let, let anybody down. So I want to thank everybody that's given me the strength to make it this far because uh, we all suffered from this this collusion between our alphabet agencies and our big techs and our social medias. We all suffered, and it isn't right, and we have to fix it. John Paul McIsaac, American Injustice, My Battle to Expose the Truth, available wherever books are sold. John, thank you, and uh, look forward to talking soon. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful week. Thank you. Join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon East on Sirius XM Patriot 125.